If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. And holy, it actually works. Cool. <laughs> we are here for yet another episode. I mean, if you never know when I hit record whether or not I'm going to see blue bars come up or not. Uh, we're here for another episode of Pokemon Cave. Uh, and yeah. Now, um, first thing on our, our list here, um, how was your weekend last weekend? I mean, you pulled a MIA, but you know, I, I think I had a pretty fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry for that. Uh, it was pretty good. Fatherly duties. I pretty sad. I had to miss out on the podcast cause it was, some pretty good topics. I hope you guys all checked in on that because I really I had my two cents, but <laughs> fatherly duties uh, came up. I was able to enjoy the the um, the giveaway though. That was probably a big highlight of the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so everyone who doesn't know. Um if you're listening to this podcast, but you don't follow me or uh, professor mobile on Instagram, uh, this past weekend, I hit the milestone of 3000 followers on Instagram. Uh, you may not think that's a big milestone, but you know, for me who only started a year ago, I never actually thought I would reach this milestone, let alone get anywhere remotely close to this milestone. Um, so I wanted to go big, you know, go big or go home. Uh, I put up on, Oh, did I ever go big? <laughs> uh, you know, I put up on Instagram uh, a story at one point with two booster boxes left and right. Asked everyone, you know, vote which box you want ripped open for the giveaway. Which box am I going to rip open for my personal use? Uh, do I dare say, thank God people picked the right box? 
<laughs> because the the right box did have quite a few hits in it. Don't get me wrong. Um, and everyone who got a pack who didn't get a full art hit end up getting a Brilliant Stars full art hit anyway from my personal collection of doubles. Um, as well as every single person got a Wizard of the Coast era card. There was some uh, hollows in there, some um, beautiful rares. <clears throat> but the uh, I think the highlight of the giveaway was my left box uh, right near the end of the giveaway. Uh, it kind of worked out really well. I think it was like the third last pack. Uh, we pulled the Rainbow Charizard uh, from yeah. Brilliant Stars. I mean, I... Uh, you couldn't really tell during the live stream. I mean, last weekend was was tough for me in general. Um, that particular Sunday, yeah, it was a Sunday. Uh, so that particular Sunday, actually, I'll back up. So Saturday, I was supposed to... Uh, Help my father get a patio door from Home Depot. Uh, end up having to come back Sunday to get it from the store. Uh, when we got Sunday, though, we realized you need more than two people to push this thing up into the back of a pickup truck and lay it down. So we recruited a third guy. Uh, at one point, I got slammed up against the back of the truck, pinned between the truck and the patio door, which is double-sided. So that hurt. Uh, but then to make matters worse, as I was hopping out of the back of the truck, my, I think my right foot got snagged on something. I smacked into the side of the truck and then landed on my left leg, which is part bionic. Um, I have pins in my knee from a past surgery. Uh, so that did a huge number on my left leg. Uh, the calf muscle was just shot, um couldn't stand on it it was basically laugh or cry for hours upon hours uh only for me to turn around and stream for almost two and a half hours sunday night while trying to self-medicate with uh i think i had a beer on hand <laughs> trying to self-medicate so i could push through a, a two-hour live stream giveaway because you know i didn't want to let followers down um I thought about pushing it until this weekend. Um, you know, I sat down with my wife and I talked about it. And I said, well, you know, these people have been with me from the start. At least most of them have. It would be wrong for me to, I mean, personally, it would be wrong for me to turn around and say, guys, you know, something came up. Or just be fully honest and say, listen, guys, I hurt myself yet again. It seems like I'm always hurting myself. Um, you know. According to my athletic therapist, apparently I'm always hurting myself. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to wait any longer. I wanted to do did this giveaway and uh, and make it work for everyone and get the packages out right away. Uh, and it actually worked out really well. I, I got the packages all out uh, within, I think, a day. So that was kind of nice. Um, but, yeah, it was really nice. There were some ups and downs during the, the stream. I mean, this is the first time... I've done a Instagram live. I've done a Facebook live before using one camera, just the, the face down view. Uh, and that was okay. Uh, it wasn't too long of a stream. Nowhere near as long as this one was. Uh, but this time we yeah, just... Yeah, you guys did good, man. I'm still seeing feature your wife too. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up... Um, I asked my wife if she could come down after getting the kids' bed to give me a hand with it. 
Uh, just because, you know, even though it's only 36 packs, there's a lot going on. Um, you know, I wanted to pull packs, rip them, and then hand them to her and have her start packaging packs, uh, business cards, stickers, all that fun stuff, all into an envelope and get packaged up and ready to go for me to turn around the next day and just slap a, an address on it and a name and ship it out. Um, so it was really nice to have her help me, but I also had her set up her phone as a secondary camera, which I had never, ever done that before. Uh, so there's probably like a good, what, like 10, 15 minutes of us just screwing around trying to figure out how to work a second camera on, on a, a live stream and then trying to figure out why there's an echo and all this stuff. And then my wife brought her phone too close to mine and it created that really annoying echo chirp noise. <laughs> and it was all oh guy. It was brutal. Uh, and then we had some guy hijack our, our live stream and try and promote his, uh, pull his ripping poles or whatever the heck he was doing. Some f like child, 13, 14 year old child, you know, he wanted to join the live to, to show off something stupid me. I said, sure. Why not? You know, we're all a big community. Go ahead. Show your collection. And it opens up to him being in a dark ass room. And then all of a sudden he starts asking people, okay, well, how much should I charge for this rip and pull and, and this and that? And would anyone be interested in this card or this pack or blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, I'm trying to like not be rude and talk over him. So I'm giving him a chance to talk and I just shut my mouth. But I'm sitting there and I turn to my wife and I kind of mouth to her. I'm like, I, I want to get this done. Like I'm in so much pain right now. I need to sit down. But if I sit down, I can't do this live stream because everything is made for me to stand up. I just want this kid to shut up and get lost so I can finish this so I can go to bed. Like Honestly, that kind of makes sense because I was like, I, I, you almost felt like rushed. And I was like, I was like he seems kind of like agitated, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like, I mean. Yeah, you're in pain. You're in pain. That makes fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, when I'm, I, like I was, I was in so much pain. I was getting annoyed from this kid just kind of like hijacking my stream. I'm so sad I missed that. My phone must have died at that point because I like kept coming in and out throughout the stream. Um, but I must have missed that because I would have been laughing or at least oh my God. I would have been commenting. You know me, I was trying to comment throughout whenever I was active. Whenever you see me comment, that was me on... <laughs> Because I was trying to be as interactive as I could be. Yep. I mean, um, so I've got uh, Cam from the Cave Collectibles editing the live stream right now. Uh, so I should have it up on YouTube at some point in the f near future. Um, whether or not he cuts out that part or not, I'm not too sure. He might, uh, just because it's so freaking annoying. Uh, and I couldn't really get through many of the hits or many of the packs while doing it. So it, it, if anything, there will be snippets of this rude child, uh, but I don't think you'll see the whole story behind it. Um, <laughs> I can't freaking let him in though. You're so nice. This yeah. guy said, sure, why not? I know, right? Like, boy says, hey guys, don't fuck whatever fucking Pokey Man Cave's doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, go focus over here. Oh, well, like, so, like, and then, oh, and then I I didn't realize that 
when my wife joined the live because she joined as like a secondary live person, kind of like what this freaking kid did, that apparently people on her Instagram will see that she's live, even though she technically isn't live. It's me being live, but she's just added as a camera. So all of a sudden, I'm I'm getting these notifications of oh so and so joined uh, the live and so and so joined the live. And I'm like, oh hey Aaron, what's up? And I'm sitting there thinking, who the fuck is Aaron? I don't know an Aaron. I'm like, I don't know this person on my on my Instagram. And then my wife's like, oh I know Aaron. She works with me. I'm like, well. <laughs> why is she on my Instagram? And she's like, oh. And when Cam mentioned in the in the comments, he's like. Because she's added as a camera. He's like, so her contacts, he's like, she's live. And I turned to my wife. I'm, I'm like, I turned to my wife. I'm like, oh, you can't go to work anymore. You're going to get fucking teased. <laughs> Look at your husband playing with Pokemon cards, you know. But, <laughs> but uh, she said she went She went to work the next. Oh, my God. She, uh, <laughs> she went to work the next day. And, uh. She walked in and the manager walks up and she goes, fucking Charizard, pull the fucking Charizard. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, you can't go to work anymore. You might as well just put it in. You're you're done. (laughs) Was that your reaction when you pulled it? So, well, I mean, I was. Were they mimicking you? I think so. So, like, it didn't really hit me at first, honestly, because I, it, I was trying to get through the stream. I like, I, I looked over and I realized, okay, everyone's packs are done, and I'm just going to pound through my packs now, get this done, get it over with, hit the stop button, and then just collapse. Uh, you know, because I, again, I was in so much pain at that point, so I just wanted to just get it done, get it out, and it just collapsed. And even my wife kind of mouthed to me. She's like, are, are you done? I'm like, no, I, I still have like half a booster box. I'm like, I, I got to go. I got to do this. So when we pulled the Charizard, it didn't even click in. I think actually even at first, I started to just be like, oh, okay, cool. Another Charizard thinking I already had that Charizard. And I started going to the next card and I stopped and I thought, no, wait a minute. That's that's shiny. Wait a second. So I went back. I'm like, I I actually pulled it. Like I was, I was speechless in the stream, genuinely speechless. And it it unfortunately it doesn't reflect how I truly felt in the live stream. It was more so as soon as I hit stop on the recording, I just kind of sat down. And my wife goes, "You've had enough, eh?" She's like, "You, you want to go to bed?" And I said, "Well." Two things I said. I, I can't move right now. I said, I'm I physically cannot stand for even a second. I said, but at the same time, I I just turned around. I said, I I can't believe I actually pulled this card. I can't believe it. I said, I'm I'm speechless. Said, this is what I have been trying to get since day one of opening Brilliant Stars. I'm like, if you look back, um. They're tracking another package. So, you know, no. Oh, people are so dumb. <laughs> I have people messaging me for tracking for the giveaways. And it's like, no, it's, it's all letter mail. 
Yeah, are you kidding me, man? I'm like, dude, you better be glad you're getting what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, heck, I paid $139 Canadian to ship out 18 envelopes. <laughs> like, come on. Because it all had to go small packet for anything outside of Canada. Because as soon as you add a plastic top loader, apparently it's goods and services now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, banners. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there, I'm like, I was, com- uh, you know, a little emotional. Not afraid to admit that, but it's like, I sat there and I turned and said, you know, you may not realize this. Because, you know, you're not really into Pokemon and whatnot. So, but this has been one of one of the cards. So, you know, I still have other cards that I need to pull. I said, I'm not done that set. So, I'm only at, like, 85%. Um, but it's like, you know, this is one of those cards that I really, really needed. That I f- would feel accomplished if I pulled it. And I said, what better way to pull this card than on a live stream? During my three thousand giveaway, and I'm like, yeah. and it's like, you know, I'm. It was the it was something. It was like the best thing that could happen to a good person. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, at the same time, I'm kind of glad that it didn't go to someone else. <laughs> I mean, I, it sounds no, no, it sounds no, rude. Of course, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, uh, we chose the right box for ourselves. You know, we all got our good things. Like, but we we didn't get. More than what we should have, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of like with my golden Mew that I just pulled from Celebrations. You know how I'm a big fanatic. I still, I'm still chasing Charizard. I love Celebrations. I buy, you know, I'm still on it. And I got my cousin in on it, you know, through the Dragapults. And, you know, the one that was meant for him came in late. So I gave him mine. He pulled a Blastoise. I never pulled a big three. And I was like, oh, well, good for him. And then... I pull a shiny Mew out of the one that was meant for him. They got in late through the mail, <laughs> you know, and I was yeah. like, damn, that's awesome. Like that, you know, can you imagine if he got here on time and that was the one he, he would have pulled a shiny Mew in front of me. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, so like, like I, I turned to my wife. I'm like, you know, it would have been really, really cool that someone got that Charizard, but at the same time, I would have. No, I would have. No, I've been mad. I've been like, "You got me bent, bro." I know this. Is, I know. I know. I'm gonna change the rules real quick on this live stream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, change of plans. You're, you're gonna get two full arts, but you're not gonna get this Charizard. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. This is like major chase card. There's a fine print somewhere in the thing that if the chase cards pop up, that you're gonna get two other full arts in exchange. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, it was it was a good time, man. It was fun. Everyone was high energy. Everyone was enjoying pools and hyping up each other's pools. It was cool. It was cool. I tried to get my cousin in there. I told him I was like, man, this is a this is a great giveaway. This is one where everyone's a winner. Like not like those cheap old. I'm just trying to collect a thousand followers because I'm gonna do this giveaway until 2023 and then close it <laughs> i hate those yeah this giveaway goes on until may of 2023 so please enter you see like 5,000 comments 23,000 likes it's like bro you're never gonna choose a winner out of these people no you're just doing it to collect 
followers. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It was a genuine giveaway. Like, it truly was. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I made it clear that, you know, if we if we had more than 36 uh, comments on there, that it would go down to a point of, okay, you know what? Someone may not win, and that's just going to suck. But maybe I can try and make it up to, you know, maybe the the four or five people who didn't win or whatever. Um, but the fact that we had, what was it, uh, 20, we had 20 people join. So we had more than enough packs and even came down to the point where there was extra packs. So like I sat there and I thought, well, what do I do with the last 16 packs? Do I crack them open for myself uh, and add them to my booster box? Or do I make this even more interesting and say, okay, you know what? Everyone gets a pack, but now hold on. 16 of you guys are going to get a chance to have an extra pack, you know, and an extra Wizard of the Coast card and this and that. So, and yeah. I, I chose to do that. So, you know, there were 16 people who got a second pack. Again, you know, I don't know if I got a second, I think you did. I'm not I mean, entirely sure. Odds. I'm going to go with I did. I'm like, <laughs> I'll take those odds 16 and 20. Yeah. I mean, you might have. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I did. I'll be surprised. I know there was um uh the three in uh the three international. Uh there was two German well Berlin, Germany and UK. Those three I know for a fact got two packs. Um nice. I think two Canadians got one pack. And I think two Americans got one pack. I think it worked out that way. So, but there was more Americans that joined than Canadians. So the chances that you got a second pack are pretty high, considering. Um, I think this. I think the stack to the stack of Canadian to American was almost double. So, chances of of you getting a second pack are, are pretty darn high. If I can remember correctly. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it was great. It was good. To yeah. Cap that, to cap that little segment off, it was a great giveaway. And the next time he hits a milestone, you guys better jump on because I'm telling you, there was Charizards flying out the door and <laughs> everything. All yeah. kinds of fossil cards. Just it was it was a good time. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the next giveaway will be maybe at. I don't think I'll do it at four thousand. No, five k. Yeah, I'm thinking five. Um, but it'll be something big. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe a, a decent booster box or something. Um, maybe do it evolutions and maybe something else possibly. Maybe I'll you know get a chance at getting an actual Charizard. Um. Even though if it is evolutions, right? <clears throat> I know. I want to. I mean, I've pulled a, a V Max and a V, but I don't. I'm not holding my hopes out for that full art. <laughs> I mean, you, you need to get that alternate art though. That is a sexy card. The uh, Charizard V insert card. Oh yeah. I think. Uh, oh, okay. I think I pulled out my first or second booster box. 
them bigger in that picture. That's the only reason why I kind of want that because I was like, oh, look at Venusaur because you know he was whipping on Charizard. Charizard <laughs> lost that battle. <laughs> oh, come on. Charizard would turn that thing into a burnt weed. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll smack down to the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to a topic that I got you all pissed off at one point. <laughs> the uh, Misty's top uh, top ten most powerful Pokemon ranked. Mm. <laughs> now, if uh, if you listen to previous podcasts, you'll understand his hatred for certain Pokemon of Misty's, um, and you'll be pleasantly surprised on where they sit in this. Uh, in- interesting <laughs> top 10. I don't know what the heck they were smoking when they did this top 10, but... <laughs> this is obviously someone that doesn't watch Pokemon and was just given the assignment to write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, number 10, which I'm assuming is the worst, uh, would be Azrael. I mean, that's true. I think Azrael got the least amount of screen time. Um, She was... It was often used to fight Team Rocket, which, I mean, keep in mind, Team Rocket freaking f- goes after them at least once an episode, if not once every couple episodes. Um, but they ranked it low because it's a beginner in terms of fighting experience. Uh, fire, water, fairy, dual type uh, still makes a name for itself, which is one of the reasons fans love the mouse-inspired Pokemon. Um, but she hatched it from an egg, uh, in season eight. So that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And I agree. 10, 10 a good spot for that Pokemon. Uh, oh God, this guy. Seriously. I think I know who I'm not putting in the next giveaway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number nine, uh, goes to Horsey. What was the... Okay. Horsey, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, Horsey, um... Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, well... It's the one Pokemon I feel like I've seen her give the command to do Bubble Beam the most. Yeah, especially... When I think her Pokemon and Bubble Beam, I think Horsey. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Horsey or Starmie. Especially like yeah. first first season, she used Starmie a lot in the first season. Uh, Pokemon and- the first movie that get to the that Starmie's one of the main ones that help him navigate the waves. Yes. Oh in. my god! How did I forget that? Yes, when they have to get across the the water there to the island. Yeah. It might be both of them. It's either Star You or Star Me, but I'm pretty sure she, that, you know, they're the, the biggest reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, just swear to God. Uh, <laughs> uh, number eight was Star Me, our beloved yeah, Starfish. Yeah, I, I hate that. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I mean, so for a water psychic type... You never really saw it use any psychic moves, or at least I didn't. It was usually water-based moves. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know why I feel like I've seen it do a side beam or something, though. 
Did it? I don't know. I might be mistaking, but I feel like I under I I I thought that I I knew it was a water psychic prior before before the games before I started playing the games. I feel like I already knew it was a water psychic for some reason. I feel like I've seen it use its little like you know obviously cartoons they have a little bit of freedom to do art, but I feel like the little red dot and its little red dot I I've seen it use like a side beam or something. Yeah, maybe. I might have to look that up in a good old anime for that. But I don't understand where they say it's one of the least used or yada yada. I'm like, you were not watching. At least not the beginning. It was literally her biggest, you know, it was like her boss Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, so um, they say that um, it was quite loyal to Misty. Uh, I never let, wanted to let her down, but it was never a fierce of a competitor. Uh, and Star U even battled more. So apparently, I guess Star U had more screen time than Star Me. Maybe that's why they ranked it so low on the list. I felt like that's just more of a nerf, though. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Like Rider nerf, you know, how they're like, well, we're not going to show this character too much because then it's the conflict's over. Yeah. I mean, and at the same time, you need to have your starting Pokemon battle more in order to be evolved. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Like, mind you, you know, once the Pokemon does evolve, you should show it off a little bit more. You went through all that work to have it evolve. Why not showcase it more, right? Yeah. I feel like only, like, the antagonists of Pokemon show off their final evolutions. Yeah. I mean, look at how many times freaking Ash showed off Charizard in the very beginning. I think he fought in literally... Well, I use the word fought in every battle with quotations because Charizard didn't give a rat's ass about Ash until much later in the anime. Um, So as far as actual fighting goes, Charizard only actually fought when he was pissed off at the opponent. Not necessarily Yeah, when he's tired of seeing the other Pokemon get beat up. Yeah. Um... Number seven was Goldeen, which is, uh, yeah, okay, you know, pushing center of the, the group, but, um, it's, apparently it's only won one battle? I didn't know that. Dang. I must say I'm indifferent to that ranking, but if it's only won one battle, I don't believe having it over Starmie. No, I mean, if it only won one battle it should be somewhere around, like, the 9 or 10 mark. Um, but it's mostly used for doing tasks for Misty, like, um, transportation-wise, which is true. I mean, up until, again, Pokemon, the first movie, uh, she used Godine for a lot of transportation. Oh, yeah. And I think... Uh... I think Goldine also made an appearance in Pokemon, the first movie, with one of the Pokemon that helped them. Right? Oh, God, yeah. I don't think I but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Goldine, Goldine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was such a, <laughs> the annoying Pokemon. So I was, oh, I mean, I'm glad it didn't really fight a whole lot because it was just simply annoying. Yeah, um, not my favorite. No. Freaking goldfish. The Japanese, they love their goldfish. <laughs> yep. 
number six was Corsola. So now we're getting into the newer gens, uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, nice little rock water type. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, they did have a strong bond, her, uh, Corsola and Misty. Um, but it didn't really have much of a... Well, it has a strong recovery power, um, but it's underrated. And it didn't really get a whole lot of screen time. So, again, why are they ranking it uh, so high if it didn't get a whole lot of screen time? And definitely not beating Starmie in a battle. No, I mean... Um, that would have been interesting to see Starmie and Corsa fight. I mean, Corsa would have just wiped it in probably like one or two moves. Yeah. Uh, number five. Uh, so, you know, midway through the list here is Staryu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, viewed as one of Misty's most valuable Pokemon for the sole fact that it has won a lot of battles over the years. Um, it has the water gun attack, uh, and the, what was it, Swift? I think it uses Swift a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a big time Swift. Um, it was often Misty's go-to for battles, which, yeah, of course, hence why I got a lot of screen time. Um, even over its evolved from, uh, even over its evolved form of Starmie, uh, it's hard for fans to deny why Misty should have made this this, this decision, though as Staryu is clearly a powerful Pokemon. I mean, we all know why she evolved Staryu, because it deserves to evolve. Every Pokemon deserves to evolve. Uh, unless you're freaking Pikachu, apparently. And, you know, in which case you don't want to hurt the quote-unquote Pokemon Nintendo imaging, and you want to just stay a freaking Pikachu for the rest of your life. Apparently um, nobody wants to see a big Raichu head for a logo. <laughs> they should just give Raichu a third evolution or fourth. <laughs> I mean, geez, it's already got three freaking evolutions leading up to it, like Pichu, Pikachu, and Raichu, and then you got all the variants, or at least the one variant, the Alolan ver- uh, variant. I mean, how many more does that freaking rat need? <laughs> One more. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, Number four was Politoed. I didn't even realize that Missy had a Politoed. I know. When I saw that, I was like, are you kidding me, man? Yeah. I guess. It must have been an episode or a season that I didn't freaking watch. (laughs) Um, yeah. It has to been those, like, uh, not the Hoenn region or something, when she's making, like, guest appearances, because I know May and Max took over as, like, Ash's buddies, but I know she made some appearances for a little bit in that one. Yeah. It's the only time I could think of giving her a Politoed. Yeah, I mean... Isn't he Gen 3 or is he Gen 2? Oh, that's. I want to say Gen three because I don't remember Politoed in Gen two, but with like oh yeah. wait no maybe, 
Was he in with Totodile and all that? I can't remember. I don't know. I'd have to look back. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's just not... I mean, I can. I, I feel like I can remember her with him, but just... It's more like the companionship. Like, he wasn't a battle Pokemon. He was just kind of like Togepi, who I know is high up here in this list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they picked Politoed for number four because it's fierce uh, fighting capabilities and it's water uh, moves. Fight. Yeah, I mean it can. It's it's got a good hard hit. Uh, number three, <laughs> freaking Psyduck. <laughs> Tim, you picked him for your weakest. Yeah. <laughs> My- my weakest Pokemon, or one of my weakest Pokemon, is apparently Misty's third best. Oh no! <laughs> um, <laughs> so they they say that although Misty has a love hate relationship with this Pokemon in the beginning, no kidding. I mean, how many times did she smack that damn thing? Um, <laughs> oh, that's animal abuse. <laughs> Where's Peta? <laughs> Uh, but uh you know this comically silly pokemon i mean yeah the anime he's just so stupid but it's funny even in detective pikachu like oh just the pure stupidity that that oozes out of him makes you laugh your ass off because it's just you you hate that he's stupid but it's funny that he's stupid you know um but he has a fiercely effective confusion power. Uh, uh, is 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 in effect, uh, and when that happens, his powers are or his enemies are rendered powerless, uh, which is true. He has one hell of a psychic move uh, that seems to really take out the competition, no matter how big they are. Um, he seems to be like one of those Pokemon that you know, kind of like one of those sleepers. You sit there and go, oh, okay, well, yeah, it's like, okay, you know, this little piece of crap, you know, I'll, I'll wipe the floor with them in like. You get one shot by any Elite Four member. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, you get that one chance that he's going to use Confusion and he'll he'll one hit anything, it seems. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, he's, he, don't get me wrong, he is an incredibly stupid and dumb Pokemon. And not one that I... Well, I mean... I almost prefer Psyduck over Golduck. I find Golduck is overrated. But no! Sy- really? Oh! <laughs> oh, no. Pokemon <laughs> That's the coolest thing since, like, Scyther in Gen 1. Oh, uh, even... Scyther and Golduck next to each other just looks so sexy. I mean, even... Yeah... I mean, I can't say too much. I have a Scyther jungle pack. <laughs> Only because I knew that if I had a Jolteon or a Flareon jungle pack, that my daughter would steal it. So I have a Scyther. Uh, <laughs> you have it in a glass case? Uh, yeah, it's a plastic um, uh, laser snake emporium uh, snap together one. Kind of like a, no. looks like a Lego piece kind of thing. But uh, it's UV protected and, and whatnot. So it's, it's right beside my Generations pack uh, and some black and white era packs. And then I have, nice. I've got the uh, 
Series 1 and Series 2 pack in front of it as well. I'm waiting on protectors for those. But yeah, picked those off of eBay not too long ago. Freaking first series and second series. So, what is it? Blaziken and Venusaur. So, not too bad. <laughs> you Man, you love Blaziken and Venusaur. Uh, I mean, I think Blaziken's a little overrated. Um, it's good. Yeah, I mean... Are blaspheming on this damn podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, out of, out of the three starters from that generation, I don't think I like Blaziken the most. Are you kidding? Mudkip's <laughs> obviously the ugliest one. I hate Swamper. He's soft. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Swamper is the worst, but Blaziken's probably second. I mean, no, Swamper actually is pretty good. He's a good Pokemon, but I just... <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, Gen 3 was really well done. Unlike Gen 2, Gen 3 is one of those that I really feel like, like, I mean, the community will never let them dethrone Gen 1, but I think they're the closest to do it. Yeah. I think all three kind of hold their own as opposed to, like, the kind of hate that Gen 2 gets. You know, there's a lot of folks that don't respect, um, what do you call it, Chikorita. Yeah. Um they hate they hate Typhlosion because they're just like it's a badger with a fire coat. Um for alligators overall pretty much loved, but the other two get bashed a lot. I've seen it a lot. Well, so but Gen the, 3. That's the thing. I like Chikorita and I like Bayleaf, but I don't like Magnum. I just I find yeah. Magnum they went wrong with Magnum. I like. I feel like Trojan condoms when I hear that Pokemon. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> oh, oh. Lefty, this. <laughs> ah, Magnum. If only I could. <laughs> now, uh, number two. <laughs> Maybe you might want to. Discuss number two since you love this Pokemon so so much. <laughs> Good old uh, Togepi. Yeah, that's when I knew this writer was like two years old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and to have Togepi that high on the list is <laughs> Togepi should have been number nine right after Azrael. Ooh. I mean, is there a number on, 11 man. spot? Like, yeah, it's like you said, Metronome is really good. And like I mentioned, it comes in clutch in the cartoons, but that's just because the writer has to have it come in clutch. Yeah. But overall, Togepi as a Pokemon, no, absolutely not. It's not <laughs> a battle-ready, battle-tested. I mean, and, and, and if, if, we, if the Pokedex was a real thing, like if you had a cartoon that would base these Pokemon off of Pokedex, Togepi's getting chewed and swallowed by, like, half of the Pokedex's Pokemon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, he says Onyx can cause earthquakes by burrowing into the ground. Like, that thing is whacking it with its tail, and all you're going to have is splattered Togepi guts. <laughs> like, it's, no, it's not. It, 
I know the cartoon is. I mean, <laughs> when you're gonna make a list like this, you gotta you gotta add Pokedex bias and not just the cartoon. Because <laughs> obviously, if you add Toon power to every Pokemon, then yeah, Pokemon are all invincible. If you add the Toon power, but you gotta take away Toon power yeah. when you make a, a tier list. Well, see now, this is what got me though. When they listed Togepi as number two, they talked nothing about Togepi. They talked about more uh, Togetic, the evolved form. So Mm. they only put Togepi, or it seems like they only put Togepi as number two because it evolves into such a beast of a Pokemon. I mean, yeah, uh, Togetic is one that you may not want to go against. But Togepi, on the other hand... I mean, like you said in in the one podcast there, all it does is freaking cry. So, mm-hmm. you know, so why is Togepi number two when you should have picked Togetic? Yeah. But I guess I, I'll give him that. Yeah. Togetic's really cool. I have nothing to say against its evolved form, but Togepi itself was just one of those. It reminded me of, like, my little brother who was just always crying. Getting yeah. everyone in trouble. Yep. <laughs> and finally, number one is the beast of a Pokemon, Gyarados. I mean, uh, I mean, you know what? Out of all the Pokemon that Misty has had, I t- tend to agree with this. Gyarados. I don't remember the Gyarados. Um, that was back in newer ones. Uh, yeah, much newer. Yeah, definitely the biggest beast of the list. Yeah, I mean, Gyarados is a mean son of a bitch. And, you know, you do not want to go up against it. And if it's trained properly, then yes, like, it, it's a fierce freaking Pokemon. And it evolves from one of the absolute worst Pokemon in the world. Um, oh, actually, although... This came as a freaking shocker. I captured a Magikarp in Brilliant Diamond not too long ago. And I honestly thought, okay, you know, I'll stick it in the the number six slot. Oh, wait, no, I can't stick it in number six slot because now apparently I have a stupid egg that I carry around with me for a while. So I stuck it in the number five slot and I thought, okay, well, it will never obviously see action and I'll just bank the XP points off of it from experience share and evolve into a Gyarados. Well, I, I ran into some issues somewhere. I think it was a, a remake of the the tower there, the tower graveyard, and ended up having to stick freaking Magikarp out there. And I thought, well, shit, here we go. This is going to be a quick loss for me. And then I found out that my Magikarp has freaking uh, Tackle and Water Gun. And I thought, wait a minute, how? <laughs> and it and it didn't have splash. My oh wow, yeah, it did not have splash, and it had water gun and tackle. And I thought, Uh-oh. what kind of freaking messed up freaking magic carp is this? Since when does it a have not or not have splash? But since when does it have freaking tackle and water gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen a tackle before, but Water Gun is new to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a full blown battle Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It's like it used to be a Gyarados, and a freaking de evolutions into a freaking Magikarp or something. 
Like, I have no idea how the hell that worked. But, you can make a mean Gyarados if it's already fighting as a magic heart. Oh, God, yeah. I, I can only imagine when I freaking evolved this thing. Okay. <laughs> and now, we're going to move on to probably the, in my opinion, biggest a-holes in the world. And I don't even know why I'm talking about this moron after his stupid stunt with the uh, WWE crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Good Old Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, so apparently he has a website or he's going to start a website. Um, that looks like, like a really screwed up version of NFTs in a sense, or like stocks, like a version of stocks and NFTs, but for collectibles. Um, apparently, uh, his new website will take collectibles, lock them in a vault, and then sell tokens. Uh, I, I, I can't see how this is not going to go wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, where the hell do I start with this? Um, so, you know, he's fresh off of that stupid WrestleMania BS. Um, he teamed up with this guy named Ryan... Bahad Ori and Eamon Nick Nickdell, uh, and yeah, having raised send your money to the Middle East, you fools. Yeah, yeah, right. Because uh, this this screams trustworthy now. Uh, and having raised eight million dollars to open the site, uh, says that we want to make high valued collectibles accessible to anyone interested in building their collection to create a level playing field where those who truly appreciate these unique items can own something legendary. Now, that, again, is a red flag. Because if anybody can own, say, a first edition booster box, then why don't we all? Why don't we all have a first edition booster box in our collections? Or have first edition booster packs in our collections? Um, You know, if they were so easily accessible and so monetarily accessible why don't we all have them and why are people still going crazy over these insane rare items right um, yeah and it's the idea that like from what i gathered when you know because you asked you know we did a little research on it or asked me to so that we can discuss it um so for example say you turned in like you said a, a booster box or a first edition charizard or whatever yep Right, something that two hundred thousand dollar card. Um, the owner of it would essentially have to agree to give this fool Logan and these two Middle Eastern guys that he met to go buy this damn card because you know you know he barely met them and they just pitched some BS to him kind of deal. Yeah, while he was there trying to buy a six million dollar Pikachu, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he does. All this crap. So you're going to send these three guys your item and then they're going to say, okay, now we're going to offer a thousand tokens or whatever. Let's say actually, let's say they wanted to offer 200,000 tokens for this $200,000 card. That means 200,000, 200,000 people could buy a token at $1. Yeah. Or you could buy however many tokens you want at a dollar. And that's the share you would hold on said item. But no one would ever physically own that item unless 
you buy out every shareholder to get that item physically is what I gathered. But I mean, at that point, you're still doing, like you said, we will never truly own it because we can't. No one's ever going to be able to buy out. Yeah. And I mean, I guess essentially saying, well, buy as many as much of it as you can. So when someone does buy out, you get to profit from that. And I'm like, I get that, but that's not how it's going to work. No. I mean, think about the person who is giving the item to them. I'm like, what do they have to benefit? Right, yeah. I mean, can you imagine the freaking I mean, commission off of this crap? Because you, you guarantee Logan Paul and his little trio is, of friends, they're going to be making money somewhere. They're not just doing this out of the kindness of their own heart. That's what they're going to do. Oh, we just got robbed. We don't know what happened. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's a here's an insurance payout, but we'll keep the interest kind of thing. It's not. It's it's going to be a mess. The the worst part is that he has so many zombies out there. I can't tell you how many folks I unfollowed. They were just giving this guy free publicity. Like I'm like, look, I understand the community wants a champion, but this guy is not the champion. You know, I was like, he does not represent. Not even 90% of the community, man. No one looks like this guy, this freaking wannabe who just spends 90% of his time in a damn gym, you know, because he lived off his parents before he fooled everyone on YouTube into giving him a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I, mean I don't know. I just... I, I, I know it sounds like haterish and stuff. Oh, what if you had the money? If I had... I mean... It, Put it this way. You have folks like you who just, you know, who are humble and gave up, you know, you, you gave up like $500 worth of freaking Pokemon stuff yeah. and say, you know, say that, you know, you've only invested 2000 worth of it, 25% of what you've ever invested in Pokemon, you gave away. This guy is, you know, putting on a $6 million supposedly illustrator card around his neck collecting a, a, tw- a $20 million paycheck from the WWE and then what turns around and tells you guys rip and flips. Cause it's not like, you know, it's what he does. It's not like he's giving you away anything. You're still paying for everything that you do with this guy. Yeah. You're, you're paying he full has price. Never given anything to the community. So I don't understand why I don't, I don't, I'll never understand why the masses do this to themselves why they 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 idolize people like this I, i'll never understand it I, I mean it might be mostly just youth who think he's cool and, uh, and adults really all kind of get the gist but we just have no say because the youth are pushing his numbers but it's 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 in my opinion it's it's a joke and uh, i just i'm gonna i'm gonna distance myself from, yeah you know, anything because in my opinion he's just he, he he's he's using he's using a vulnerable community a community that that has money it's like we were saying or you know i missed out on being able to to converse on it but what amazon was doing with you know their uh their t-shirt packages and stuff <laughs> yeah you know it's like come on i mean it, they know i think they're getting the gist they're like hey pokemon's making a lot of money and it's it's that community you know that loves it and so i think that we're at this point we're just we're vulnerable to a lot of business hawks yeah actually speaking of the amazon thing i still haven't seen any new artwork or heard anything about 
artwork for the t-shirts. Like, we only saw that one t-shirt that has the Pokemon logo on the front of it, but, I mean, you can just buy that from freaking Walmart for the same price or even cheaper. So, like, unless they're, unless they're going to do something new and fresh, you know, why would we even give their money or give them money for a, a subscription service of $20 a month for a Pokemon shirt that you can get from Walmart? It almost seems like it's a, a Walmart reject kind of thing. But it's, yeah. you know, between Logan Paul and these big companies, they're all trying to make a buck. And, you know, when people realize that, then they're going to start seeing that, okay, maybe we shouldn't be running up behind these these so-called influencers and companies and, and supporting them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, uh, hopefully at some point Pokemon Company kind of puts their foot down. I mean, it, I hope it... It doesn't do that because it might hurt smaller folks or businesses, you know, like pool games. But yep. Yeah. I kind of like what Nintendo did with folks that were prop, pri, um, profiting off of anything Mario. Right, yes. You know, they kind of shut that down. And at some point, you know, these influencers that are, that are pretty much just creating these scams – to convince folks or scams based around their products, they should be like, no, if anyone's going to start a, a stock, you know, trade for Pokemon products, it's going to be Pokemon company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, Pokemon is getting their share of the profits and everything. So, I mean, they're a company just like anyone else. If they want to make money, they're going to make money. And, uh, unless something is completely unethical, I don't think they're going to back out anytime soon from anything. Just as long as someone doesn't drag their name through the dirt or make something ridiculously um, disheartened and damaging towards Pokemon and Nintendo. Um, I think as long as that stuff ha doesn't happen, Pokemon will just kind of shut up, take their money, and, and walk away happy with the, the actual wad of cash in their pocket. Draw the line at first-person shooter mods. <laughs> I mean, if I if I saw first-person shooter mod with Pokemon, I'd probably buy it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and yeah, no. oh man, yeah, no kidding. Like, I I I still don't even know how that would work, but it'd be an interesting concept. <laughs> Big fat no from me. No. <laughs> girls uh, make them richer. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And yeah, I'd be like, I own, I own five thousand coins in uh, what you call it. And I'd be like, okay, so you own five thousand coins in this app. You put in five hundred dollars, but you don't have anything physical. Yeah. I mean, you spend this app five hundred bucks, but you don't have anything to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. It's just like the NFT stuff. Idea, man, because it's telling you you're just going to own something partially electronically. It's a retarded idea. That's. Yeah. Well, so like. Yeah, they can say, oh, we're going bankrupt. Sorry. Uh, your coins are useless. Your money's gone. Bye. Actually, yeah, exactly. You know, what kind of protection do you have as a consumer? Um, actually, a good point on that. Um, so, like. 
everywhere I turn, there's people doing NFTs and and Bitcoin and blockchain and cryptocurrency and all that crap. And for me personally, I sit there and go, okay, well, that's that's a nice Ponzi scheme that you got running there. But, you know, maybe there is some truth to it. Maybe there isn't. I, I don't know. You know, I, I keep trying to do research and I just, I want to wrap my head around it, but I don't fully understand it. So therefore I can't buy into it or endorse it and feel comfortable buying into it or endorsing it. Uh, and a good, um, good thing or kind of a good discussion on that is that the fact that, uh, for instance, the cave collectibles, they're doing this huge NFT thing. Uh, and it seems okay. You know, seems really cool. Um, instead of getting just a digital thing, you're getting apparently a physical item as well that you can trade with the digital component or trade separately. Uh, I don't know if that's better or worse than just a standard NFT item. I mean, I guess it would be kind of cool that you have a physical item. Um, but so like the items though are odd. So it's like, it's their business card for one. Um, in like this really thick case, it looks like kind of like a beefed up kind of version of like a PSA case almost. Uh, and then they have base set fire grass and water energy i think uh and a and a t-shirt you can get a t-shirt nft thing so you get a t-shirt but you also get the digital component and these things range from like ten dollars i think uh canadian for like the the business card so essentially you're paying ten dollars for a free business card uh decked out in a very thick case but then you get your your digital NFT, uh, which, I mean, I have tremendous amounts of business cards from them because I'm a partner with them. So, you know, what's stopping me from taking a business card and sticking it in my scanner and boom, now I have a digital form of that business card. Is that not the same thing, right? Um, but, you know, these things range from like $10 to $29.99 for the energy cards to like $89, I think, or $79 for the t-shirt, like 79 bucks for a t-shirt just because it's an NFT. And I, I don't quite understand how this all works or how it makes sense. And it's like, I, I had this discussion with one of them at one point. It's like, it almost seems like you're trying too hard. You know, they were doing perks. Yeah. Like they were doing perks. Um, like, oh, if you spend, like, five grand or whatever, you get, uh, I think it was, like, distribution pricing for six months or a year or something good like that. Uh, all the way up to, like, if you spend 20 grand, you get distribution pricing for life. Uh, you get collaborations to future NFTs and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, okay, cool, but... Do you not understand right now? Because like the one guy is a financial advisor uh, who became a business owner. And it's like, okay, you're a financial advisor. Do you not quite understand how much money you're going to lose if you give things away to these people at distributor pricing? Like you, 
you're not making any money. You realize that, right? You're like you're buying it from a Pokemon company or MGA Holdings, you know, say a product for fifty dollars, you're then selling it for fifty dollars. How do you suppose you're gonna make your your rent payment to the the place that your business is in or your hydro bill or your gas bill? And it's like and he's like, Well, you know, it's a twenty dollar or twenty thousand dollar investment. And it's like, Well, okay, cool, but that twenty thousand dollar investment is gonna dry up pretty damn quick for your bills. And then what? You know, I said, because I could turn around and I could give you 20 grand right now. I I could give you a check for 20 grand and I will get distributed pricing for life. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clear out your store of all future stock at distributor pricing. I said, and then, you know, if I was an asshole, I could turn around and sell it for retail price. I then make money. You don't make money. Said, or I said, I can just continue to buy product at distributor pricing and you don't make any money at all. And I said, and then, you know, me having distributor pricing for life is going to end pretty damn quick when you guys go out of business. But, you know, at the end of the day, you guys go out of business. I've got 20 grand worth of NFTs that are now presumably useless. So it's like, you know, where is the gain? I can only see a loss, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I promote everything that these guys do if it makes sense. But it's like I sat there and I racked my head constantly about this. And I thought I can't rightfully post something on Instagram or YouTube or anything like that or even TikTok and say, hey, go out and buy their NFT because of this, this and this and this when I don't understand it. You know, if you don't understand what you're promoting, you're not making any sense so you know maybe in the future if i do understand it maybe i might but you know i was like you know don't take it as a as being disrespectful it's just going to be a hard no for me right now just because i i don't understand it i don't trust it you know no. I, I don't trust this cryptocurrency stuff because it's so volatile it's new it's you know well it's NFTs apparently have been around since 2012, but they only really came into mainstream within the last couple of years. But it's so volatile that you, I mean, yeah, it's a form of gambling. So if you want to gamble, you can gamble all you want. Nobody's stopping you from gambling, but it's such a risk. And where's the reward? You know, it's uh, an uh, NFT is only worth what someone's going to pay for it. So if you buy say the business card thing for $10, you know, you could turn around if I wanted to sell it and say, well, you say it's worth $10, but I think it's only worth a buck 50. And that's what you're going to dictate that it's worth. It's worth a buck 50, you know? So now I just lost eight fifty off of it. So, I mean, it's only worth what people will, will pay for it. Just as like, just like anything else, you know, Pokemon card is only worth what people will pay for it. Hence why you see these $6 million cards, $8 million cards, you know, million dollar boxes because the hype is there and people want it and they want it right now. And they're willing to open up the wallet deep and wide and pull out as much cash as, cash as humanly possible. But that's the world we live in. It's all based on what will, what can you sell for? What will people actually pay for it? And I just don't really trust it, unfortunately. No, me neither. Uh, and uh, try and 
punch through this last one quickly because uh, you know we are running a little late tonight uh but you know we discussed uh 3k following and this stuff a little more um they're calling scarlet and violet a possible soft reset for the pokemon generation um so I, i'll be truthful when i read through this i didn't quite understand at first but then i kind of do understand um, they reference black and white, Pokemon black and white, as being a soft reset for the Pokemon series. Um, kind of like how you mentioned how, I think it was a couple podcasts ago, where games were inspired on Japanese locations, and then black, black and white came out, and it kind of did a reset, and it's now it's like, okay, well, now we're going to influence UK version, and... Uh, American areas and stuff like that. So there yeah. it seems like it's going to be a bit of a reset, uh, not only for that possibly, but uh, the fact that it's going to be a the first time ever of being a full-fledged open-world uh, environment. Uh, whereas Legends of Arceus is a full open-world environment, but there's load screens when you go to different sections, whereas apparently this will be... From what they're saying, on one go. yeah, it's going to be smooth, which I mean, ah, uh, I mean, uh, I, is good that, luck. Yeah. Is that smart to do for a handheld? You're going to have to do a lot of work. Yeah. Like I, I can see them doing, I mean, we have seen open world, full open world, fluid motion in big console games because it's a big console, you know, it's, the console is made and powered to s- produce that kind of power to have it flow. I can't see this flowing very well on a Switch Lite, for instance, the handheld version. You know, maybe on the s- actual Switch, the, the actual console, possibly, but I can't see this working on a Switch Lite. I don't think the technology is there in the Switch Lite to, to have it processed. I think... I think it'll transition from one part of the map to the other, but I think it'll be clunky at, at best clunky. Oh yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, I'm just, uh, if any, if they do take it as an opportunity to soft reboot, I think they should give us more of a sandbox feel, you know, kind of let us do our own thing. If we want to become, you know, uh, if we want to take on like the, the elite four, we can do that. Or even like a gym trainer option, you know, like, or belong to a gym. Like, no, I just want to be, uh, you know, one of the best uh, second in command to the rock gym or whatever, you know, just something more of a feel like that, like different storylines, oh, not just okay. collect badges, beat the elite four, become the champion, end of game. Well, in that case, there's no way in hell they'll be able to do that for a handheld. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a console game for sure. <laughs> oh, we're waiting for it, man. We need to. The Nintendo needs to give it up and just let it. Let Pokemon needs to stop just letting Nintendo have the rights and go ahead and go Xbox, P- PS, uh, you know, um, PC, all of that. Oh God, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, they they do need to switch things up a bit. Um, it'd be kind of cool to have a Pokemon game that was essentially console-based 
like an Xbox game or a PlayStation game where uh, you could kind of pick and choose your your story mode uh, and do side quests and whatnot and not have to be essentially kind of led the way, I want to say, or kind of like pushed along the way. Um, I, I mean, I even see this in like the whole Brilliant Diamond and Pearl game. Um, you know, they throw a freaking flag on the map and say, listen, you got to go here. Like this, this is where you need to go. You need to go here right now and do this next step. And it's like, well, no, I don't want to. I want to go this way, the opposite direction and do this or do that. But then you start going a different direction and it's blocked or this or that. They, they force you to say either you're going to go backwards all the way back to your hometown or you're going to go straight to where that flag is, but you're not allowed to go left or right. You know, you can't go up or down. You have to go left or right kind of thing, either backwards or forwards. And that's it. Yeah. And I hate games like that. It's like, I want to be able to have the freedom to move around and do what I need to do. Um, Cause even now I'm finding it hard to level up Pokemon accordingly. Cause I'm either fighting Pokemon that are way too soft or way too hard. Um, because I can't go left to right. I can only go back and forth. So it's kind of, kind of sucks, but, um, who knows? Maybe with the new generation, you know, you got new starters, you got new this, new that, um, you know, we're looking at gen nine for the games and stuff like that. So maybe it will be a full reset for the better, hopefully for the better, um, and hopefully yeah they definitely need a little at least a little refresher you know because it's like you said the whole being guided the way and just collecting the same stuff it's pretty much the same story just different characters different pokemon yeah and yeah you always got to fight a gang of pokemon bad guys why don't you let us join the bad guys for once Team Rocket's always offering that'd be kind of cool <laughs> so you want to be on a losing team <laughs> yeah right the best rocket you've ever seen be the, the next butch. <laughs> no, do that over here. <laughs> oh, God. And with that, we come to an end of yet another Pokemon Cave episode. Uh, it was nice to have you actually here uh, this week. It was a bit of a one-sided argument last weekend. Gotcha. Yeah, for missing out again. Like yeah, said, it was a good topic. So it, uh, but uh, oh, trust me, it family got... duties. But I'm oh, glad God, you're yeah. back. Thank you for having me again. I mean, like I always say, you know, we do this as a hobby. We're not. This is a. This is not our nine to five. Family and and responsibilities. They always come first. Uh, the podcast will always come second. Um, currently, right now, I'm working on actually creating a better website uh where we can actually put like like a message board kind of thing on it so that you know if one of us does have an issue we can just post on there hey you know it's going to be a one-sided conversation tonight or no podcast at all tonight we'll be back tomorrow night kind of thing or whatever blah 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 um just letting people know or you know that way uh some of our listeners aren't saying they're going uh that they did they just drop off the, the, the face of the earth? <laughs> you know, what happened? Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting last weekend, uh, coming off of the high of the, the fall or uh, giveaway. And, uh, 
and all that. So, I mean, it wasn't a complete loss. It was, again, a lot of one-sided conversations. But, uh, I mean, it was fun. It was <laughs> it was heated in my own, me, myself, and I, my, the voices in my head had a nice heated conversation. <laughs> uh, I love the word. They, they always know best anyways. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes the one voice is the one voice doesn't really know what the heck it's doing. It's kind of the yeah, I agree. With it's kind of the psyduck of the voices. <laughs> so with that, we say goodnight to yet another episode. Thanks for listening to Thank me, Pokemon Cave, and my co-host, Professor Mobile. Nice, just as I whacked my freaking knee off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 